Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. This is Dr. Fred, and I sure hope you had a uh, wonderful Memorial Day. As an aside, enjoy your freedom while it lasts. I was hoping to get through more of my list that I posted last week, but that obviously didn't happen. It's funny how life can get in the way of best intentions, isn't it? Well, nonetheless, that list still remains, and I'm going to be adding to it. So I'll have more this week and certainly next week. For now, I'd like to simply post some updates that uh, tell us what's actually happening throughout the globe. First of all, the debt ceiling. Daniel 12.1 says that the very end of days prior to our Lord's return, there will be trouble such as has never been in the entire world's history. So if we aren't there and getting there, I can't imagine what it will look like. The debt ceiling has not been raised. The agreement has not to been to raise the debt ceiling. According to J.D. Rucker, it has been eliminated. That's the agreement that um, McCarthy and the Biden administration came to, that they're going to eliminate it until January 2025. Now, obviously, Congress has to ultimately approve that. This action means literally the death knell for the USA, regardless of how the pundits spin it, because money can now be spent hand over fist without limit until January 2025. So we won't have this debt ceiling issue to deal with in 2024. It'll just be, hey, there's no debt ceiling. Keep going, keep spending, keep printing money. In other areas, the WHO wants to have absolute and final control over all nations regarding health. Should another pandemic occur, and it will, they want to be able to call the shots. Now, if the USA signs on to this, then, well, we just will simply follow the dictates of the WHO, though I'm really not sure how it's going to be enforced throughout this nation. Certainly the uh, blue areas, the blue cities, the blue states will enforce it, but I'm not sure how they're going to enforce it everywhere. And this ultimately, though, removes the USA's sovereignty, regardless of what these so-called fact-checkers will tell us through their misdirection misinfo, and obfuscation. If you believe the AP, for instance, well, they'll tell you that if the USA does sign onto the treaty, oh, it's not going to give away our sovereignty. But of course, the AP and Snopes and a, a plethora of other quote-unquote news bureaus, they're lying through redirection, misdirection, misinformation, malinformation, disinformation. If we allow a foreign organization to tell us what to do regarding the health of this nation, then sovereignty over this nation's health is truly gone. Now, as of today, no one is sure if the U.S. has signed on to the treaty, but any treaty entered into by the USA needs to be approved by the Senate before it can become effective. Well, the sneakiness of the WHO treaty is that it would take effect immediately, bypassing the Senate vote or until the Senate gets to vote, and we will see what becomes actual. 
Now, regarding COVID and the jab, the FDA way back in November of 2022 stated that they had a concern regarding myocarditis from the jab for children. Well, they approved the jab anyway. And with more pandemics reportedly on the way, what are the chances more jabs are also in the works and the FDA will approve them? China is currently warning of a new CV variant named mysteriously XBB that they say is on the way. And by the way, I have links for all this stuff in the transcript, so you'll want to check those resources out if you're interested as well. Now, this XBB is not actually as bad as they would like us to believe, though, but Everybody on the left loves their fear porn and the news medias, the legacy media, they're all there to back it up and support it. Well, sadly, I am unfortunately to the point of having little pity for folks who continue to line up to get more jabs. I apologize if that offends people, but it's not like the information has not been available. Many have tried hard to warn the world and they got ignored and censored for their trouble. And in some cases, they faced medical boards who attempted to take their licenses to practice medicine because of misinfo from our government, including Fraudshi and others. Many people died and sadly, more people will die. Now, recently deceased Dr. Buttar made a video shortly before his death in which he outlined what the next pandemic may look like and how it will be perpetrated. And there's a link to that video in the transcript. Some are going to watch that video. They're going to roll their eyes and have a good guffaw. Others will conclude, yeah, I wouldn't put it past the powers that be to try to do that. Well, at least some of what Buttar says makes sense because it's in line with what has been stated by other doctors. I've always thought, based on the many doctors who continually spoke out and continue to speak out about a coming cytokine storm in people who took the jab months or even a few years after taking it, I've always thought that we would start seeing people dropping like flies in huge numbers. Well, Dr. Buttar provides another reason he thinks that that's going to occur. You watch the video, you decide. Well, the recession, the economy, it's the growing recession, and it's going to continue to worsen. First, we had supply chain disruption because of the CV COVID shutdown. Microchips for vehicles were hard to get as one example. You remember? Now we've got a glut of new vehicles that are just sitting on dealer lots that fewer are buying because, well, they're there because things have gotten caught up. The inventory, the chips is available. They're available. So the cars are for sale, even though they had... Uh, they were for sale before, but then you had to come back and have the chips implanted in the cars. But people today have less disposable income for new cars. Car dealers are having to seriously slash prices to move vehicles on their lots, and that may not be enough. The housing industry as well is starting to take a hit, and it's likely going to get dramatically worse, according to industry analysts. Now, it's amazing to me how expensive homes have become in a repeat of maybe leading up to 2008 with that housing crash. However, I do believe that like the 2008 housing industry crisis, much of the current home values we're seeing right now are there because it's artificially created. 
Food also is going to be hit hard, apparently. And again, these are all the experts telling us this. Fertilizers have been in serious short supply. You'll remember that. And weather has also affected crop growth. Reasons for a possible coming famine? We've already noticed how things um, from last year to this year have nearly doubled in prices and in some cases more than doubled. And it's becoming more difficult to obtain the things we have always bought as well. Maybe you're experiencing the same thing. However, on the surface, it appears as though things are continuing to run kind of smoothly in spite of inflation and some shortages. I wonder why it isn't worse. For instance, OPEC Plus was supposed to start reducing oil output by oh, 1.5 million barrels per day starting in the month of May. Did that happen or not? Well, if it did, it's not noticeable at the pumps where I live. Last week, gas prices dipped down to two seventy-three dollars a gallon. That was the cash price in my area. A few days later, in the same day, the same gas station went up to three oh three, dollars then three nineteen. dollars Something's weird. Are they deliberately playing a shell game to hide things for as long as possible? Meanwhile, the government continues spending billions like it actually has it, which means our national debt continues to climb. With the debt ceiling eliminated, if that passes Congress, it will get exponentially worse very quickly. Now, if we didn't have the Federal Reserve, which is essentially a globalist private bank, our debt would not be what it is because we wouldn't be able to borrow money to print. We'd be forced to stay within our budgetary means as a nation. But see, that's not good for the globalists. They need nations who are dependent upon them for loans, and their debt is incredibly high, and that can break a nation. So the leaders of those nations will then turn around and do what the globalists want them to do, to keep getting loans. The problem is obviously due to our reliance on a central bank that we have the debt we have and it cannot continue unchecked. Our debt is made up of two things, the actual money we borrow from the Fed and the interest rate we must pay back on the loans we borrow from the Federal Reserve. Don't you love that name, Federal Reserve? It has nothing to do with the federal government. It's a private bank. They named it that because it's a form of misdirection and people wouldn't think. But this whole thing can't continue without a major burst of the economic bubble. Are they holding it together intentionally now, artificially, as they seem to do just before the Wall Street stock market crash that gave way to the Great Depression in the 1920s and 30s, where the rich got richer and the poor became absolutely destitute? It's certainly possible. I wouldn't put it past them. Now, in reality, even if they had increased the debt ceiling, even if McCarthy and the Biden administration came together and made an agreement to increase the debt ceiling instead of eliminate it, well, the whole thing is destined to eventually come crashing down at some point. It's unsustainable, just like a person who eventually must file for bankruptcy because their debt is so much greater than the money they bring in per month. They can't even pay the interest that they owe on the debt they owe. It's just unsustainable. Well, the other day, one of the mainstream news bureaus, and I forget which one, actually told people to stock up on food. Imagine that. 
they're starting to acknowledge coming shortages. So between terrible weather that has destroyed crops, the purposeful or accidental, serious shortages of fertilizer, destruction of millions of chickens and cows and other animals, and the selling and slaughter of cows prematurely due to lack of feed that farmers were not able to get hold of, we may begin experiencing serious shortages resulting from it. And the only thing that's kept it at bay was a somewhat of a backlog that made it artificially appear as though things were fine. It might be best to mentally prepare for large empty shelves in stores. Moving on, more churches and pastors are going woke and they are embracing the world's satanic philosophy. Get out of those churches. Do you think that you're going to be able to change it? Don't think that. You will not change those churches if you stay. It simply won't happen. There are many examples that prove this, and I hope to highlight soon wolves like Tim Keller and others in his Gospel Coalition who focus only on the attributes of Jesus that make people feel good, ignoring his other attributes, his character. In other words, they'll take part of the Jesus that they like, his love, his compassion, but they don't want the other things like judgment, anger, and things like that that is directed at sin. So these pastors are embracing trans people because Jesus would do that, they say. Yeah, he would. Absolutely would. Uh, but he would also not hesitate to tell them where they stand with the Father. And see, this is the problem. Jesus is not just love as humans understand it. And I think we have a paltry understanding of love. He most definitely is love. But his love includes things like justice, holiness, vengeance, judgment, among other things. He will destroy all sin. He's not going to hobnob with it. The job is to point out people's need for Jesus. They need him because they are sinners. We are all sinners and have all fallen short of the grace of God. But Jesus provides the way back. And for an actual biblical view of this, Pastor Brian McKinney of Northside Calvary Chapel provides insight into this whole issue in his recent message. And again, there is a link for that in the transcript. So please check that out. It's a great, great message. We need to remember that Jesus came the first time not to judge the world, right? Not to judge the world. Now in John 9, 39, he says the following things. He says this, for judgment, I have come into this world. Whoops. You just said, Fred, he's not coming here to judge the world. Well, let's listen to the whole thing. For judgment, I have come into this world that those who do not see may see and those who see may be blind. So what this means really is that the result of his incarnation was ultimately judging, meaning he will judge the world eventually. But his incarnation was not the initial reason for it. That's not why he became incarnated. He came to set the world free, to preach the truth. Matter of fact, in John 12, 47, Jesus says, quote, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. A little bit different than John 9, 39, where he says, for judgment, I have come into this world. He himself did not come to judge the first time, 
The main lesson, the main reason Jesus came the first time was to offer salvation. Those who rejected him then or now will face judgment when he comes the second time. And judgment of all people is inevitable. Our job as Christians is not to make the world feel comfortable, but to tell them of their need for Jesus. To offer salvation automatically means there is something to save us from. And those who reject it will face the judgment. And that's something we need to clarify to people. It's our job to clarify. It's something we need to tell people. We can't just give them a hug and say, oh, you're cool. doesn't matter. God loves you the way you are. Well, he does, but we're skipping something if that's where we stop. He wants to perfect us. He wants the character of Christ to be formed within us. And that only comes through salvation. And that only comes when we admit our need for Christ and understand that we're on the wrong path. You know, there's so much more I'd like to add to this episode, but I want to end it on a high note involving a brave woman from the Old Testament. Esther was a woman of virtue and character. She was willing to die if it came to that because of her kinship with Israel. She was a Jew. She was placed on this earth during the reign of Ahasuerus at just the right time. God created her for that moment when she eventually became Ahasuerus' wife and queen over the empire of Persia and ultimately saved the dispersed Jews. Take time to reread the book of Esther. It's filled with examples of how God operates and the faith of simple people just like you and me. There are many examples of how God chose specific people in Scripture for specific purposes at specific times. You and I are here on this earth now because God has determined we should be. He has willed it. He has important work for us to accomplish. We do it by relying on his strength and direction and by remaining free of the world's stain. As we trust him, he opens the doors for greater work. We cannot shrink from the times in which we currently live. Oh yeah, it may be tiring. It may be frustrating. There may be some fear associated, but God should guide us, not the world. We must strive to enter into his will daily. We must develop a greater fear of offending him than a fear of what this world can do to us. Now's the time. Read his word daily. Follow him in all things. Because of our salvation, folks, prepare your minds for action and be sober-minded. 1 Peter 1.13 The situations throughout the world will do one of two things. Either make people terribly afraid or help them trust the Lord that much more. Which camp do you fall in? Well, thanks for joining me today. And I pray that until we meet again, God would open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 